What's up, y'all? This is Powell to the People. I'm Tony Powell, and you're listening to the finest podcast in all of podcasting. When I want to know what's going on with anything New York City transit related, there is absolutely no expert I have more faith in than my cousin, Mr. Keith Powell. What's going on, Keith? I am good, and it's great to be here with my family once again. And when I want to talk local TV news, who do I go to? Who do I trust? What expert do I have in mind other than my brother, my favorite director, Mr. Mark Powell's in the house. What's going on, Mark? What's up, fam? What's up, world? And when I want to have a moment with the Lord, <laughs> when I want to talk to Jesus, who do Stupid. I go to? Other than the man they call Eddie <laughs> Kane Jr. World calls him Derek Powell. I simply call him my cousin. What's going on, DP? Everything is good. Always good to be in the cypher. How you cats doing? I'm good. You know, uh, I, I was talking to your brother yesterday. We had a nice long conversation about a lot of things, and and, and we both kind of reached this 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 accidental, coincidental, similar minds thinking alike uh, conclusion that the the world is is depressing. The world is depressed, and let me just just let's expound on what what we were kind of talking about. We were talking about just things in general, just life in general loss and, and love and all these things. And then we, we we ended up talking about the Gaza Strip. And I said, well, how does all this job, how does all this, this work together? And I said, you know what? I'm looking around and there's homeless people on the streets. It's New York City. It's Christmas time. But I don't feel Christmassy. I mean, I put up a Christmas tree, but I, you know, I just kind of did it because this is what I do. Um, but I wasn't really like, you know, you know, hot chocolate and eggnog and, you know, having a good time singing Jingle Bells. I wasn't doing it. I just, I just got it up just to say I did it. It's done. You know, scratch it off my list. Um, and, and you know, it's it's the first week of, of December and, you know, second week actually of December is it's the uh, 11th. But, I, you know, it's just it's just another day. It doesn't feel like anything. You go around the stores, the stores are empty. Everybody just looks like they're having a rough one. I was on the bus, I was on the train, and you look around at people, there's no smiles on anybody's faces. People are just moving because they have to keep moving forward, almost like sharks. We just got to keep moving forward at this point because, you know, if you stop moving forward, then it's all over. And I just said, maybe, is it me or or what? And then then we were talking, Keith and I were talking yesterday, I said, and he mentioned, you know, mentioned guys and the people over there suffering. And when you start to look at your own life and how you're, you're, you're trying to just, you know, pick your feet up and get out of the bed every day and just move forward. And you see these people and you and it, and it makes you depressed. And then I thought about the, the bigger picture and how the news in general is depressing. The fact that Trump's not in jail yet. The fact that he's up by like a ridiculous amount in Iowa. The caucuses start in 30 days. Iowa caucuses start in 30 days. This guy is going to win the nomination for the Republican Party. And they're all right with it. They're OK with it. And it's just, you know, it seems like all the news is just heavy. I remember when he got elected the first time, I was depressed. So, uh, you know, I guess the cops are coming for me now. I was depressed. <laughs> and I'm just saying that it just feels like the world feels a lot heavier than it used to. And I just want to know if I'm the only one feeling that way. No, you're, you're the only one. Oh. <laughs> well, I, guess, I guess your world is good. I'm, I'm glad you did. No, no, I'll give I'll give you different reasons why, but I'll let Keith go first. Yeah, you know, the world that we live in is not the world that 
I envisioned 2023 would be, you know, good times, you know, we live in life, but everything is so stressful. Um, there's people not working. There's people, like we said, homeless. There's two wars going on where, pe- where innocent people are being killed over land or oil or whatever th- they got going on. Like you said, I-, I was in the city and I'm looking around and I'm like, damn, this is not a holiday in New York. Because I was on uh, 34th Street, you know. Right. And I remember, you know, they used to have this little, little Santas out there and the Salvation Army people out there. I guess they're afraid they might get robbed. They ain't out there this year because I ain't <laughs> seen them. <laughs> you know, none of that. Even when I went into Macy's, the store was like empty. It's right. Like, Macy's never empty. But not on the holidays. No. Not on the holidays. No. Not. Yeah. But it was empty. And I'm like, wow. People are not, like you said, people are not shopping. People are not feeling the holiday season i guess this year maybe like you said with so much going on with the inflation gas prices going up and down so everything is stressful people are not making enough money so it is a different feeling from last year to this year how we live and then you know we lost lo- um, loved ones and stuff so all that combined together you know it changes your outlook on how life you see but as you said we keep moving because that's who we are. Once again, the old ass men in the show try to bring everything down to the most <laughs> get off my lawn type crap. Here's what you, here's here's why you guys are mistaken, I believe. First of all, Keith, Derek, and Anthony, since I none of us have any. <laughs> you just want to get up right. in my You're ass. Right. You're right. Just waiting for me. <laughs> since when have you really had that kind of Christmassy spirit since? In case Matthew and Corey and Jay, since they have grown to a certain point, I haven't had that kind of magical feeling since they kind of left, lost that kind of ideal of the magic of Christmas. So the fact that you're saying it doesn't feel Christmassy is because it's simply the fact of older kids. You're not buying quote unquote toys anymore. And it's wait, wait, hold up. I have a grandchild here. Right. And- it ain't feeling Christmas. I told her there ain't no Christmas this year. Does she feel it? <laughs> but, but you saying you don't? But does she feel like you know? Hey, what something big is going to happen in X amount of days? Does she feel that? Really? Way? No, no, not really. How do you have you asked her? She was just in the room a second ago. Did you? She seemed to be pretty cherry to me. You, you, want, you, me, you want me to bring her here and ask her? Yes. Go uh, get my little cousin. Can you get a Mina, please? <laughs> but, please. But I would say, but as far as like you guys not shopping or, or this lack of shopping. That's a red herring, a false herring too, because they're expected to get more. People are spending more this year than they did the previous year, <clears throat> whether it's in stores, which has been reduced because of all all the online That's or the, the online shopping, and people are spending more while taking in less. Okay, so, so that's, that's the key. Up? So yeah, so let, let's let's let, let me. That's why I was going to push back. I'm glad you okay. said that. Yeah, they're spending more. They're actually spending videotaping more and, yeah. and getting a lot less. So they're not so, so no, no no it's like it's like when they talk about box office, you know, the box office record is broken because it costs you fifteen dollars to go to the movies. That's not breaking a box office. I'm talking about butts in the seat, and you're talking about how much money you people spend. are spending. My hundred dollars is not getting me to what I got. No, you know, when I say less, no, when I said less, I mean their incomes are less, but they're still spending. They're still spending like like they used to X amount of years ago. So I just think that. It's always seems darker because you guys are old. 
Everything you're old is like you guys are morose. We guys are morose. We are old. That's my little cousin. Amina, are you ready for Christmas? Does it feel like Christmas time to you? No. Thank you. You okay. just primed her. <laughs> I just told you. You just primed She's her. She's not feeling the, it yet. Is lights on outside? Ask, ask her why. Ask no. her why. Well, why, that's why because your ass hasn't been lights on. It's not Christmas yet. Why Christmas lights not on? Because it's not Christmas yet, and we still have some months to go to Christmas. No, this month is Christmas. There you go. Yes. So, right, She's too adorable to be that. To be that uh, jaded. Yes. You, you, you know, you guys asked the youngest person in the world. She didn't even know it's Christmas yet because your ass didn't put up the Christmas tree. Your ass didn't put on the lights, and you just try to keep it quiet. So you keep a couple of dollars down. Oh, I'm just. Oh. I didn't know she's still there. <laughs> I can I tell okay. you this. Um. I, I can't say it doesn't feel Christmassy, but what I will say, um, I, I feel the tiredness. You know, you know, now that I'm doing some part-time work, you know, I get to drive back through the city. And one thing I'm noticing is the lines like for food is like off the chain. That that there is like kind of like mind-boggling to me. And that was in the beginning of the month, of this month. You know, I saw it, you know, for a few months. And it's like the lines are going around the corner, you know, to to at the uh, the local, uh, you know, the churches and stuff like that. You know, so when when I think about us growing up, you know, it was bad, but I think it's gotten worse. And. And I don't know if there's going to be any sort of in our lifetime. A place where it's going to get better for us, we're always going to be good. You know, we've been blessed. We've been truly, truly blessed, as we stated a couple of times with the pandemic. The only issue we had was they didn't have what we needed to get available, but it wasn't because we didn't have the resources to get it. There were people who didn't have the resources and it wasn't there. But, you know, that wasn't one of our issues. But, you know, we're, we're, you know, I'm blessed to be the age that I am, you know, with you guys. Um, I have become that old man. Get off my lawn. In some cases, you know, it's definitely. I'm trying to get out of it, but but it's hard. It's really, really hard. But I do, it's it's like, it's cloudy and gloomy outside to me. And maybe we need a little bit more sunshine. And this is before this rain over the last few days, but people are stuck and I don't know how we can get out of it when you got that guy being the number one draft choice and we know his body of work and his resume and folks are still saying we okay with that. That's like our best option. If that's our best option, we're doing people. I'm glad you said what you said. It, it, it's, it's, you use the analogy that it, it does It does feel like a cloudy day. There's a great line. Uh, I know you'll notice when Derek from uh, The Wire, you know, Stringer Bell is talking about a 40-degree day. <laughs> you know, and and I, I can't do the, do the scene, but apparently, you know, but but Stringer Bell was like this this you know big drug deal, and he said you guys are like a, a I think it's a forty degree day or fifty degree day, whatever it was, forty degree a forty degree day, and his analogy was, you know, if it's sixty, you know, if you go in the winter time and it becomes sixty, you know, it kind of feels nice out, it feels great. You want to go outside, you want to you want to play ball, you want to hang out, you want to holler at chicks, you want to do your thing. If it's 30, you know, you, you bundle up. You ain't, ain't nothing changed. You know, ain't nothing changing. You're good with that. 
but a 40-degree day, you don't know what to do with a 40-degree day. You know, you ain't hollering at nobody. You're not going and you're not bundled up. You just don't know what to do with a 40-degree day. And I middle. feel like we've been in 40-degree days oh, wow. for a long-ass time right now. And and I, I'm going to lead this. I'm going to use this and, and lead it into another uh, monologue that I'm sure Mark won't like. Um, I'm going to say this if, for, for, for the Democrats who are listening, uh, for Joe B., because it's going to be you and Trump. So here's my here's my my letter directly to Joe B. Dark Brandon is who I want to talk to. Um, yeah, the feeling, despite all the numbers, your numbers, Bidenomics is working. By every metric that presidents have been measured by, unemployment, uh, cost of living, all those uh, job numbers, all of those numbers, every number that you put out there, you know, uh, getting us through the pandemic, saving lives, all of those numbers, every, by any metric that they have used to measure presidents, you have been probably one of the most successful presidents, certainly in the 21st century, and I would say probably democratically since FDR, one of the most successful presidents, and yet nobody knows nothing. If you ask Joe Public on the street, they think you're doing a horrible job. They can't see it. They can't feel it. Yes, inflation is up. But, you know, what, what your government tells us, what your administration says is, well, yeah, you know what? Inflation is up. It's a global problem. It's up all around the world. America has the lowest inflation rate of any industrial nation. That's true. That's a fact. That's an absolute fact. But the problem is, is when I'm whipping out my credit card, at the grocery store, at the gas station, I can't say, well, you know what? It could be worse in Britain or it could be worse in France because I don't live in Britain. I don't live in France. I live here. And so my struggle is here. And now we're faced with this binary choice between uh, Cittolini and you. And people are talking about you're old and you're not in touch or all these other nonsensical things. Um, and again, as I said, by any metric, you've had the most one of the most successful presidencies in the history of this country. I need you, Joe B. And I know you're working hard. I need you to channel a little Farrakhan, little Malcolm X. Get a little fire when you go out there and talk, because you need to start doing what our governor that got in trouble here in New York did during the pandemic. He sat down there, same thing Franklin Delano Roosevelt did, fireside chats every single week. He sat there and he talked to the American people, said, listen, I know the shit is rough out there. You got to come out here and start telling people, look, I get it. I know it's rough. And if it's not happening because the other side is not letting you do what you got to do, you put that pressure on them, Joe B. You let them know, this is what we need to do. This is why it works. This is how it's going to work. And if you do that, then we won't have to be stressing Cheeto Lini because he's already telling you what he's going to do. He's telling you he's going to be dictator from day one. He said the first day. He said, and after that, I don't know. Yeah, but then went back and said again. About the word no. He never heard the word no in his life. Even when he's raping somebody in a dressing room. He also said, you know, there might be some people he might seek revenge on, you know. 
That's why I asked you know, because, you know, how they treated him and stuff. But like you said, Anthony, you know, how can a man with his track racket be up in the polls so high against the other Republicans? Because they're I mean, weak. so high. You know, you have Sant- – well, Santos, we know he was going to win because he just uh, asked. Now, they was pushing the lady. Um, she was on um, 60 Minutes last night, if I'm correct. Right. Uh, and they was Haley. interviewing her. But I, she's like, uh, it ain't going to happen. Nikki Haley. Yes. Right. Yeah. It ain't going to happen. Well, the reason he's up, it's simple. I mean, anybody, with the exception of Christie, he's Trump has got, and we all know this, the, the, the right thinking people know this, he has set it up so to, to deal where if you say anything at all adverse to him, he just attacks and screams and skewers and, and screams at you. And his base is not the base of logical people. His base is that religious right, the hard religious right, the Bannons of the world, the Steve Millers of the world, that lunatic fringe. What has to happen is the middle of the road, uh, Lincoln Project, uh, uh, not Kissinger, what's the, uh, uh, the former uh, uh, senator who got kicked out. They have to say, yeah, not Romney. Um, well, Romney, another one. But uh, oh, okay. um, anyway, he's got them so scared that they don't want to offend you mean, the Liz religion, Cheney? right? Huh? Well, Liz Cheney. I'm saying Trump has the other candidates so afraid. They they're afraid to offend the religious right. You can't offend them. You can't offend the religion, the uh, lunatic fringe, and it's the classic bully syndrome. Everybody's not going to say anything. They're just going to go to their own little thing and not reveal. So if you if you're a Republican candidate and you're in Texas and Mississippi, whatever, and you think he's all these things, you're not going to say. You're not going to be the one to say, no, no, I think he's um, a criminal. Or I think he's faulty. You're just going to go on with the crowd. It's the mob mentality. That's what that's what January six was all about. There's a bunch of people there who were definitely there to do some harm, and then the mob mentality kicked in and it became overwhelming. Trump is the mob. He's the mob mentality. So anytime you say anything against him, whether you think he's completely wrong or not, they're afraid to say it. The only person who has been saying it, and he le- he lacks credibility, is been uh, Christie because Christie has no real chance of being president for a bunch of reasons. Donuts. But he can, huh? Well, donuts. <laughs> yeah, think, think about what what this is. This, this is the visual age of television. He's yeah. a bigger guy. From Jersey, no, don't, say, don't say bigger. Just call yeah. it what it is. He's, right, a he's, okay, he's a he's an overweight fat man from New Jersey, who has <laughs> an abrasive personality, different than Trump's abrasive personality. It's sort of like a different kind of rub. So he knows he's never going to be president. So he can say all the things that are that are wrong. But if you're a Nikki Haley, you're hoping to kind of get in on the backside with this little soft Southern Belle half. Uh, American Indian thing, you're going to be afraid to possibly offend a voting base. But if you're Christy, you don't care. If you're that, uh, the other guy, uh, um, I forgot his name. Uh, Ramaswamy. Yeah. He can say crazy things because he's not going to be a president. You know, it's like, so everybody's trying to be, everybody's trying to be political against somebody who is apolitical. Trump's only allegiance is to himself. And here's the order to himself to Ivanka, to Trump Jr., <laughs> to what's the uh, the, uh, the blonde uh, Trump uh, boy? Uh, Jared. Eric. 
Ivana. Then Melania. Melania. Maybe, yeah. He has a he has a pecking order of who he who he who cares about most. And it's yeah. So it's first and foremost it's himself, then it's Ivanka, and then it, and it goes down from there to, to Trump Jr. It's all this kind of weirdness. The biggest problem with the Biden administration, they they should do we've all we've all played sports. Coaches who are good say, I don't care what you're doing, this is what we're gonna do. The Biden administration is so afraid. Instead of worrying about you know whether Trump's going to get indicted or arrested, they should be doing like my brother said. Listen, yeah, who cares what he does? He's going to do whatever he's going to do. This is what we've been doing for you guys in the last three years. We've done this, this, and this, and this. Exactly. Their whole thing has been, well, look at him. He can't be elected because he's indicted here, here, and there. Look at him. He he said he's going to be a dictator. Who cares what he does? This is what I've done for you, and that's why coaches who are really good say, I don't care if they run this system, that system. We're running this. You stop this. I'm not worried about what you do when you got to stop us. And they don't do that. They're so afraid to do it. And then the last thing I say is he he's his own worst enemy because we saw this in the, uh, when he's with the vice president of Obama and we've seen as, as Senator uh, Biden, just shut up. Every time he opens his mouth, he says something stupid. He says something stupid. People have been questioning whether or not you're mentally acute and old enough or too old to run. That's been the whole narrative on both sides. And then was he going to say recently, well, you know, if Trump wasn't running, I would know if I'd want to run. Who the hell was here that from their president of the United States? <laughs> Nobody. Went, it's like, just shut up and run the play. Don't think. Just run the play. Yeah, we, we, we got to play. Um, and I agree with you, Mark. We got to play offense instead of defense. Uh, list your accomplishments. Yeah. You know, talk about the glass being half full instead of half empty. Um, don't wait for, you know, Trump and his cronies to do whatever it is they're going to do and go crazy. We know they're crazy, but state, this is what we've done. If the facts state that he has done the best economically, then that's what you got to put out there. But you got to put a message out there. And right now, what do we got? Two years ago, he, he's no, got to no, start. Next year. Yeah. No, next, next year. year. Uh, next year. Less than a year. Less than a year. When he going to start? Tomorrow? He got to start. <laughs> Well, yeah, well, ads on, out be, What they call him, Sleepy Joe? Sleepy Joe got to get up now. Come on now, man. <laughs> you know, and, 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 and that's 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 the thing. You say, yeah, he's got to he's got to put out his it's his economic message. It's, but but here's the thing though, and 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 again, it's not. Um, yeah, it's his job. He certainly he's got to tout what he does. He's got to tout what he he he's he's doing. You know, we're, we're living in a different era. Uh, we have no news media that will fact check anything. You know, growing up as again, again, I'm gonna I'm gonna be that old man talking about back in my day. Back in my day, um, when I turned on the six o'clock news, it was Dan Rather on CBS, or, or if I go all the way back, it was Walter Cronkite on the six o'clock news. And when they spoke, you know, that was That's it. it. That was it. True. You knew you yeah, that was yeah, they they're telling you what's going on. And in fact, they felt they felt it was their job their absolute job to be the fourth estate. That's what the press is supposed to be. That's why the, that's why that's the first was. amendment is the, is the freedom of the press. Mm-hmm. Nothing, nothing else. You're not talking about guns. The first amendment, freedom of the press, the very first thing they thought about these, these old slave owning white head, you know, bastards. Uh, <laughs> the first thing they came up with is, yo, you know what? We need a press that's going to hold us accountable. 
Freedom of the press is the fourth estate. It is one of the most important freedoms, freedom of speech. And so that's what they did. They made sure these guys, these, these, these and, and journalists, they were journalists. Uh, the news divisions, and Mark works in TV news, the news division was never supposed to make any money. It was a public service. The point of the news was just to tell you the news, the facts, to push back against uh, government when government was doing wrong. So they weren't supposed to make money. But then somewhere along the line, somebody said, you know what? The news division is costing us money. Remember, news used to have uh, bureaus all over the world. You know, if you were if you were ABC, you had a bureau in, in, in Jerusalem. So if you wanted to talk about this, this uh, Israeli-Palestinian war, you had a guy right there on the ground that you dial into and say, hey, man, what's going on? Tell us what's happening. You wouldn't get the story from the Israeli government saying, well, this is what we think is happening. And so uh, and that guy would disseminate this. No, your guy would tell you what was happening based on his interviews of both sides. And he would come to uh, he wouldn't even draw conclusions. He would say, this is what they're yeah. saying. This is what they're saying. And this is what we see. Right. Um, now that's supposed to work. Yeah, that's how it's supposed to work. But now news is supposed to make money. So you have, you know, morning shows that are infotainment. They give you a little news, but they want to entertain you. They want to be nice. They want to be fun. They want to be friendly. Um, there's no more like, you know, you like I said, at 6 o'clock. I, I, I guarantee none of us watch the news at 6 o'clock. We all go into our own camps. If you're left-leaning, you're watching MSNBC. If you're from the right, you're watching Fox. And if you're confused, you're watching CNN. Um you know, you just, you, you, we all go into our little camps. We need um, the press to do its job. The fact that nobody's talking about the, that Trump, a guy who is trying to become a dictator, who said, I'll be a dictator. In fact, that is not the headline story on the New York Times, the Washington Post, the LA Times, the Chicago Tribune, or any major paper in the country. The fact that that's not headline news. The fact that those three uh, cable news networks are not talking about it 24-7, that's why we're in the mess we're in. They did talk about it. That was that's, They did say it. The, the biggest reason I, I say that the news is wrong is real simple. When somebody says, I listen to you know, MSNBC or CNN or, MS, or Fox or Newsmax, those are essentially the four cable uh, umbrellas right now. Newsmax is not um, news. Let's, let's, let's not yeah. even well, add it, it, it. I'm saying, if Newsmax is far right, Fox is right, CNN is left, MSNBC is far left. So if, if you want to kind of go on a spectrum, I mean, I know that's not truly how it lay, lays out, but that's sort of how people go. And I always say, I don't care what you listen to. I can tell you your news is wrong by one simple metric. If there was a snowstorm, you wouldn't listen to Fox and they would say, you know what, we got, if it was weather coming on, Fox was going, it's going to be 95 and sunny. And you turn to CNN and go, no, it's going to be 17 inches of snow. They would never report it that way. They would report what's happening. That's how news should be. It should be, we come to the corner, like you just said earlier, and describe what's happening, strike your opinion, and then you describe what's happening and let it go from there. It is chick for the news out. Now, I don't care when it's the, the Tucker Carlson show or the uh, 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 yeah, uh, Anderson show. Shows, yeah. right. Those opinion shows, show. I don't care. It's like, it'd be like me listening to Howard Stern and saying, well, why is he not giving the rules? It's the Howard Stern show. I, right. He gives whatever opinion he wants to. It's the power to people. We give our opinions. It's not like without here giving 
uh, an unbiased news hour take on what we think is going on. But if you umbrella with news hour, that's when I always had the problem. But a talking head show, you can say whatever crazy thing you want to say because that's how it's supposed to be. It's my opinion. You know, Charlemagne is giving his opinion on the world. He's like giving some kind of quote unquote balanced opinion. This is what I think should be or how it should be. And that's how it goes. No, I agree. Uh, again, you know, and, and we're not we are not claiming to to to. I mean, as I said, you know, that the, if you read the uh, headline for the show, the the uh, the what they call it, the pitch line for the show, elevator pitch for the show, it is just is four old school guys sharing their old school thoughts on on the world around them. That's who we are. That's what power to the people is. But yeah. uh, you know, again. I, I'm not. We're not claiming to be news. We are. We are literally just, no, no. you know, reporting what we see and what what goes on. And and it's unfortunate again that there's so much clutter out there that that there's still people that think that wearing a mask is some sort of political statement. That that uh, people think that that uh, Joe Biden somehow or another got Hunter Biden, you know, some some dirty money from Hunter Biden. We don't talk about the fact that Jared Kushner got $2 billion from the Saudis to keep his mouth shut about them butchering uh, a U.S. journalist. Or Ivanka's clothing line from China Ivanka's, while he was right, the president. Yeah, all these of, patents yeah. and clothing line, right, yeah. Patents from China and and clothing, you know, and so they made they made a grip of money while they were so-called, uh, you know, working for the, the, the American people. Keep in mind, Jared Kushner couldn't get a security clearance. They were, you know, nobody talking. The fact that, that I'm, I'm saying that, and y'all, and 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 I know our listeners are saying, wait, wait a second, wait, what now? He was doing what? He he could not get a security clearance because he was so compromised. He could not get a security clearance. The security, our security agencies said, oh hell no. In fact, our security agencies, when it came to Trump, were like, hmm, you know, people are talking about. We, I don't think we mentioned this, but uh, uh, I guess it came out last week. Uh, that the Israeli government knew a year in advance, yeah, about the plans that uh, that uh, Hamas had, knew a year in advance, and they didn't say anything. They didn't share the information with us. They didn't share the intelligence with us. And there's a reason why they didn't share the intelligence with us. It's kind of like you know, all you gotta do is connect the dots here, because the last time they shared intelligence with us, old Cheetolini blew up some of their ops by talking. I'm talking loud, just talking loud and talking reckless, sharing information. The fact that this fool had all these documents down there in Mar-a-Lago in his shower so he could probably prosper off of that money, off of, off of those secrets, tells you all you need to know. And that the that this guy now is literally a coin flip away. I would like to hope that, that the American people are smarter, but yeah, he's a coin flip away. I mean, maybe... You know, as we get closer and and the reality of, you know, a vote for this guy is a vote for this guy and a vote for this guy is a vote for something else. Maybe people will go, oh, hell no. Um, but the fact I think, that we're I truly here, think that's going to be the case. Yeah, you, you, could, you could be right. But the fact that we're here right now in the end of 2023 and that is very clear that he is going to win the nomination after this He's guy tried to crush him by 30 plus points on the U.S. government. Huh? He's crushing his his closest person his by, 30 by thirty plus points. points. Yeah, it's not even like it's not like the the vote on uh, uh, the Iowa caucus is, is a waste of time and money. There's no reason to even show up. They know who the nominee is, and the the party has been saying, "Listen, we shouldn't at this point we just coalesce around him and let's hope for the best." 
I think once it gets to a national election, I think that Biden will quote unquote be able to hold on, but it shouldn't be that close. It, sh- it should be. It, sh- it we should not be going be... to sleep on election night. Going, oh my no, god, no, no, oh no. Sh- that should be please. like no. that should be just another day. Like, okay, this is a formality, but because of what happens and, and because of Biden's passive nature, or at least his, his uh, administration's passive nature, it seems closer than it should be. But I think, and I've said this early on, if you check podcasts, I think their best bet is that Trump does become the nominee because you know he's going to get that side. But when you get to the country, because you saw that the last elections, yeah, he can win some, they can win some couple of seats, but his candidates that he's been promoting uh, prior to with Senate races and Congress, they were getting their butts kicked when they got to put up to a, a, to a big board. So I think they're hoping like, listen, let this fool get in and then we'll really go to town. I think that's a little passive. I think you should be saying, you know, not worrying about him, keep an eye on him, but touting all the things you do. So when people get there, so the casual dummy who votes, you know, just kind of strolling in that has no idea what the hell's going on, will be like, oh yeah, you know, I'm doing pretty good. Or, yeah, I do still have a job. Okay, yeah, I'll go for this. Versus, you know, worried about whether or not this guy's going to get indicted. Because I've said all along, he's not going to get, he's not going to go to jail. There's no way in the world. No. With all the judges that they set up when he was in there, and that was that was a big benefit. The judges, he's there's too many judges that will stop that from happening to him to go to jail. Okay, yeah, I, 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 got, I got something I want to say. This is a guy that mocked our voting system. Am I correct? Sure. He said it don't work. I was mm-hmm. cheated. But still, again, he's looking for the public to vote him in on something that he told everybody wasn't true and he didn't believe it. I don't understand. It's just crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's crazy. That's a that's it, You know that, that this this has been a Republican uh, uh, game plan since Reagan. You know, Reagan came in with the eight little dirty words. You know, uh, according to him, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. Those are the eight little dirty words <laughs> that Ronald Reagan was was you know running on. You know that government is not the answer. That government can't help you yet. If government's not the answer, why do they fight so hard to run the government? If it's not the answer, why do they fight so hard to be in charge? Mm-hmm. If government's not the answer, why would you run for president of the United States to be in charge and the head of the titular head of the government? Because they know this is the best way to grip. And so really, yeah, government doesn't work. What they're really saying, what they should say is government doesn't work for you, for me. For Mark, for anybody, but it works for me if I got my rich benefactors back here. I'm gonna get these tax cuts for these billionaires, and they're gonna, you know, bless me on the backside with a little something, something. Ask Clarence Thomas on his next trip. You see him riding around in this two hundred thousand dollar RV. He got a house. He got an RV that costs more than most people's houses. Put it like most people's houses don't live in the Tri-State area. Because that's most of the country. Yeah, because the average home uh, price in New York City, take it back, take it back, is a million dollars now. Yeah, no, no. a million. million Brownstones, definitely. Yeah, you can't get in there. That's what I'm saying. That that was the other thing. You know, as I said, we were talking about it yesterday. You know, Keith and I was saying yesterday. You know, that adds to the 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 stress because again, the idea is that 
you do it right, right, Derek? You work hard, you go to school, mm-hmm. get a job, you grind, you hustle, you, you rent a little while, you save your little money up, and then you go and you take your little money, you buy a house, and you pay on that house, and in 30 years or so, it's yours. You and if you mm-hmm. want to sell it, you sell it. If you don't want to sell it, you pass it on, whatever. Mm-hmm. Now, can't do it. You can't do it. You're working, you work, you know, you're working, you grinding, you working your job, you you busting your ass, your student loans are burying you. You 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 can't get out from under those. You got a student loan that's more than the house that you're trying to buy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're working a job, and the job that you're working is not giving you any security. Because they may say, you know what, we downsize and we're moving here, moving there, you know, we can't afford to pay you what you're worth. Uh, sorry, good luck, you know, and uh, you know, pat you on the ass and send you out the door. Uh so People are frustrated. There's a lot. Young people are frustrated. Old people are frustrated. You know, whether you're my my son's age or my age, you on both both ends, you're frustrated. Trying to get started in life or or coming to the end of life, trying to figure out how you're gonna go forward. Everybody's frustrated. That was that was the beginning. That, that's 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 what I'm saying. What I'm I'm not saying that. Yeah, you know, it's just a holiday. First of all, you know they. And I'm bastardized Christmas so much anyway. I mean, they were having Christmas shit out with the right next to the Halloween candy. <laughs> sure <laughs> did. I got myself a Christmas Santa Claus Reese's right next to my pumpkin Reese's <laughs> butter because it was sit- peanut butter. They were sitting right next to each other. So, they, yeah. yeah, they commercialized it so much. You know, it, it, maybe that's the reason why it doesn't feel that way because it started back what end of September going into October, even before Thanksgiving gets here. Right. They got lights out, they got trees up and everything. And December hasn't even got here yet. It's they done did the their money, shopping, man. Christmas shopping in September. They were talking it's, about it's Black, money, Friday, Black Friday, two weeks before Thanksgiving. They were, they were, you know, all the stores were, you know, like Walmart, all these stores. Target was were hyping their Black Friday sales two weeks before you had turkey. Mm-hmm. They got to make their money. And it's it's business. You know, I don't fault them for it. But this is just the this is the world we live in now. We we had our time of getting the Hot Wheel cars and things taking their time up until the last minute. But right now, man, it's it's business. So if they need to get you a two uh two week head start and Amazon Prime days to get the good deals, I want the deals though. I'm I'm okay with that. I'm not going you know push back on that. If it's a good deal and I need to go two weeks in advance, so be it. But you know. I just won't use it for Christmas, but I'm going to take advantage of it. But that's that's just how it is now. Um, the more I listen to us, I'm definitely not saying Mark is right. Now, I refuse to do that live. <laughs> but we are starting to sound maybe a little bit uh, mature for our age. I say we're mature. We're mature. We're starting to sound mature. We are. All right. Well, what do you, what, uh, you you had something to say, Mark? Raising your hand. What's, what's up? Nah, no, no, nah. I, no. I just hit the wrong key by mistake. Quite frankly, so no, no, nothing. I I'm I'm glad that my younger cousin, the other younger cousin on this podcast, came to his senses. Oh my and goodness! Said, I didn't agree. Exactly, I didn't agree all the way. I heard. An I didn't agreement. agree all the way. You, you I said ca- that. You can couch it however you want to couch it. I heard an agreement. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna call him Clay. I'm gonna call him Clay. That's exactly what that was. That was an agreement. <laughs> so you can sit there and try to like you know you know sidestep it. That was a flat out. That brother's right. And I understand. Believe me. I wish. <laughs> I, I wish all the time for those younger magical days of you know. That feeling. I remember Anthony and I we used to always say, 
for us, I may, I may not remember this. For us, the start of the season was always when we heard Nat King Cole's um, chestnuts uh, roasted on the open yeah, line. That was like, yeah. it, and, and usually, this is really going back, we would, the time that kind of kicked it off for me was always hearing it on WBLS. It's like, oh, here, you know, okay. here's a song. I know the season's going. Well, that's, those days are over. I mean, I'm not young like that anymore. And since having kids, you know, the season always kicked off when they were kind of like, you know, getting this list together and all that stuff. And as they got older and, you know, toys became gift cards and clothes and, you know, and a pain in the ass, it's like, it takes a little bit out of you. So that part I kind of get, but you got to kind of get your mind wrapped back around. I mean, yesterday we actually started doing some house decorations to kind of, you know, jumpstart things. But I, as far as the overall downness of it, I mean, I, live, I, I work in the news, so my whole day is revolved, revolved around what we call, uh, you know, bad video. I mean, bad video for a normal person, good video for us, meaning it's a house fire. That's, that's a horrible day. Somebody's house is on fire. That's a horrible day. What do we say? That's good video. That's it's not Damn. tomorrow. It doesn't make any sense. But that's the world we live in. It's almost like on a very, 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 very small scale, almost like being a police officer. All day long as a police officer, you see people at their worst. So when you finally get right. the baby that's born in the car, it's like, wow, man, there's some light in this tunnel. I just just buried one kid or just, you know, watch, you know, had to tell some mom that a kid got shot. Oh, a kid was born. So for us in TV, it's this is wrong. That's wrong. That's we don't come on the air and say, you know, today in the news, um, this high school team celebrated this kid coming back from, uh, you know, having cancer. We come back and say uh, today in the news, this kid beat up this kid. You know, you report mm-hmm. the un everything issue. negative. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, I, I listen. I, I, I certainly res- respect that that opinion, and 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 it's true. Yeah, uh, we don't. You know, I'm not making a Christmas list, and I'm not. I'm shopping. You know, not going out shopping and all that other stuff. Maybe that's maybe that's what it is too. Maybe the fact that we are probably ninety nine percent whatever we think we're going to get, we're going. Click. We're gonna hit the you know buy it now button, you know, and then have it sent to the house. I'm not going to the store. I'm not physically, well, you know, going go and, and getting bags and picking up stuff and physically touching stuff, physically jostling and looking and 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 finding that just right thing and and say, oh wow, you know, I finally, oh, I found one. I got one. I got it. You know, mm-hmm. and this this you don't, you don't do that anymore. Maybe, the, maybe we maybe as hunters, maybe you know our our our. You know, prehistoric brain, that hunter part of our prehistoric brain is not being satisfied because, you know, again, it's just, you know, it's like when they throw, when the, when they feed the lions, they just throw meat into the cage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, the lions, it's like, you gotta go out and get it, you know, I mean, take away something from the lions. So right. maybe that's what it is. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. Let, me, let me tell you guys. I, mean, I shop I online remember... sometimes, but you, you don't go to the store anymore. I mean, I do, do some shop I, online, but I actually physically go out because I, it takes me longer to cipher through or sift through a bunch of, you know things on screen. I like. I need to see it. I, I'm visual. I need to see it and touch it and know what it is. Versus, you know, that looks about right, and then it gets here, and I gotta return it anyway. I'd rather go to the store and say, okay, fine, yeah, I like that. And versus, you know, there's certain things I have to get online, but I still rather physically go to the store and interact with real people. Yeah, yeah. I can tell you why Damn, you it doesn't Bezos, feel. He yeah. got me. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you why it doesn't feel. I remember when I used to drive the bus. The day after Thanksgiving, which you know, we know it's Black Friday, right. I would be on, say, the 38 bus. And I'm trying to get across Flatbush Avenue. 
it would take me about five or six lights just to try to cross that one street. Wow. Once I get into the mall area, it's dark because that's how many people are down here. Wow. But it's not like that no more. Even when I used to go to 34th Street, it's dark because there's so many people moving. Traffic is not moving. But everything is moving smoothly. So you take that joy away from the people. (laughs) And like you said, Jeff Bezos, Amazon, everybody's on the internet. Press a button, they're going to send it to your house. You just got to be prepared for the porch pirates mm-hmm. so you want to grab your stuff. That's about it. But I think, like you said, Anthony, most people are shopping, sitting in front of a computer screen. Yeah, I mean, it's it's it's, 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 it's very impersonal. You yeah, know, yeah. Uh, and, I, and, and, you know, it's funny. As much as we complain about the crowds and, you know, and how, you know, whatever, there was still some some level of satisfaction. You can't find a place to park at the mall, you know, <laughs> riding around, waiting. You know, you coming out, you coming out, nah, all right, you know, they're giving you the finger, you know, okay, I got you. Right, <laughs> that's, part of the, that's part of the experience. That's, my, that's the experience, yeah. exactly. That's yeah. my point, is that that's there is something to be said for that yeah. that we're not getting. But, uh, you know, is, I guess... It's the same it, thing about with people who think, oh, I like working at home. You may like working at home on occasion, but it is nothing like going to an office and interacting with real people. Getting up, it's, it's you can't replace that. We're we're social people. We're not right. we're not antisocial. We may have antisocial behaviors, but we need mm-hmm. to be interacted with people. I mean, actually, with people. I mean, we yeah. know that as a logical aspect because we saw how much of a toll it took on the kids when they had to suddenly uh, school at home, homeschooling. Right. These kids who were especially the smart, whether you're smart or dumb, it just takes it out of them not to be able to see their teachers and their friends and go through all those things. So, I mean, yeah, I shop some things online, but I go to the store because I want to be around that annoyance and be, you know, critical of <laughs> people like I am normally, <laughs> you know, be the cynical ass that I typically like to be. That's who you are. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Well, yeah, I mean, again, we'll talk about this. This is like our, our next to last show of the year, and then uh, we'll be back after after the uh, first of the year. So we got this show and the next show for our listeners. This, this Are we getting a Christmas bonus? Yeah, it's in the mail. It's huge a, Christmas bonus. Uh, huge. Wow. Yeah, it's huge. <laughs> Probably the most fantastic, biggest, uh, best Christmas bonus Splendid ever. Differences. Uh, <laughs> most split difference. Get that child's life pop, man. Thank you so much. <laughs> That's right. If you don't get it, if you don't get it in time, just let me know. If you, you know, check it. If you don't get it next week, just you know, holler, holler at me. Let me know. Mm-hmm. That, uh, you know holler at your holler, boy. Holler, yeah. Talk to the secretary. Make mm-hmm. sure that it went out when it went out, so that y'all. y'all... We got H- yeah. uh, HR. Should we go? We got H- yeah. See, that's really? how old my brother is. If we got HR, one of us will wear a uniform. Obviously, <laughs> so no administrative assistant. Administrative assistant. I did exactly. You said a word that I agree with, but you can't say that now. Since it's a show, since it's TV, since it's a TV, and it's 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 media, multimedia. The PA, I asked the PA what's going on. Oh, <laughs> oh no, 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 no. production assistant, he was going. Let him begin. Oh, Let go. Cut out, though. Just want to cover a couple of more topics. Uh, I guess the John the Major's trial is still going on. I'll let you yeah. be our reporter on this one, DP. Since you've been defending yeah, John, um, he's he's the, the trial is ongoing. Um, Today, the the cab driver basically stated that the young lady was the aggressor, but the young lady has produced 
and this is, I think Mark was saying this early on, or Anthony, um, if it's going to trial, it has to be something else for those folks to say, we're going to keep pushing an indict. She has produced some text messages from Jonathan basically saying, well, look, if you go to the hospital, you know, you're going to create some sort of media storm where people are going to start asking questions. Now, they're not saying what type of scratch she had on her ear or behind her ear or how big it was, but it was some sort of scratch there. But the cab driver did say she was definitely going for the phone and he was trying to get away from her and she wasn't having it, you know. So I don't know if the scratch came after she didn't listen or <laughs> there was some sort of uh, physical contact because of that set. Right. So I get yeah. you said, don't stop. You know, how many times you going to say stop? Well, yo, I told you. The cell phone could have hit her by accident. Right? The cell phone, phone could have hit her by accident and scratched her. While she was I trying mean, to take it from, I mean, you elbow it, you know, underneath the boards, you know, it's legal. But I don't know if you can do it in the cab. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there's, there's, and I think she went. She got medical, you know, she got medical attention, After you know. But <laughs> I saw a picture of baby girl though. I saw a picture of baby girl, and she's looking like as soon as this is over, I'm going to see you about all <laughs> this, you know, all this. Okay, I'm going to show you what a ride or die is. This gonna now she gonna have a real case. <laughs> she gonna have a real case because she her face is like I don't believe this bitch is doing this to us. Yes. Mm -hmm. So yeah, but that's and, the new deal, and he's he's back down there again tomorrow. You know. Yeah, uh, th but that's the prosecutor's Anthony. case. Though. Okay. I would say the title of this episode has to be after she didn't listen. There's no other title than after <laughs> she didn't listen. He if I write it down. That's the title of this episode. <laughs> I'm telling you, stop. Don't stop. Don't. It's my phone. Stop. How many times does he have to say it's his phone? He doing this. He trying to get away. It's my phone. It's my phone. And somehow she got scratched. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. That's, well, that's, what, that's what's up. Again, it's the prosecutor's case initially. Yes. The defense hasn't you know, put up their evidence yet, yeah, they're just going to cross-examine. But here's the issue for her. Um, remember, he left. She went to the house. She went to the club, yes. went to the bar. Then they found her, like, unresponsive or whatever. You know, he got the super to open the door to get in the house to find her, and then he called mm -hmm. the hospital. So maybe, you know, I mean, he, he made sure that she was all right. So maybe she fell but, in the apartment? Maybe she got the apartment. She didn't know. She heard. She remember. She had a I like that. She heard a heard her finger. She didn't know. She heard a finger. I so like I'm saying that. that you know this is the prosecutor saying, well, this this is this is what it looked like to us. Okay, but here he was definitely not present. He left the house. He she right. went out. You didn't see them together at the bar when she's coming in the bar and hey, what's up? And, you know she got the credit card. She's doing her thing, and she was like damn near incoherent the next day when they kind of came in and got her. So you don't know what happened. She could have, I mean, you know, think about how many times you've been out, you know, you're having a good time, you're partying, and you come home and you, you, know, you see, oh, you know, you, you got a bump on your shoulder. You don't even know how something happened, but it, you know, it did happen. And right. you just assumed that it happened, you know, from this moment to this moment when you were out, but you don't know, you know, what the details are. 
you know, and she had the, you know, police kind of, you know, helping her fill in the blanks. You know, mm-hmm. uh, she was, they were playing Password, you know. <laughs> her her next two-piece. Word is guilty nigga, you know. <laughs> her next two-piece is going to be for Megan Good. There won't be no misunderstandings <laughs> with that one. You got to see Megan's face. She's not that same little smiling child we saw in the Rose Garden with Oprah. Oh, no, 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 no. She is highly upset. It is holiday time. You got me down here with this nonsense. We supposed to be overseas because of her. I told you you should have cut her off. Give me the phone. And you know how Megan was on the other end? Put that bitch on the phone. Let me get talk to her. You know how it is. You know, I'm not afraid of her. And he trying to keep the peace and going back and forth. And they, they call it Jocelyn. They was Jocelyn. And she might have got a little nick. That's what happened. But Megan going to see her. I'm telling you. Watch. Yeah, I love you, Meg. You, I'm, I'm Megan's good bandwagon. I'm back with you, girl. Especially after, especially after she did, after she didn't listen. I mean, you know, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> oh, she, she got to learn the mind, right? <laughs> <laughs> you gonna learn today? <laughs> oh my god! Oh. Uh, <laughs> I just realized I said that. Damn, I was thinking that. I really said she didn't listen. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. kind of out there now. That wasn't, that wasn't a good one. That wasn't a good one. I apologize. I apologize. Uh, hey, uh, you know, did you guys watch the uh, finals of the in-season NBA tournament? I watched the uh, the, the the Alaskan shootout, the Maui the Maui Classic. I did watch it. If nothing else, for me, I just like the way that both teams competed because they did play hard. Indiana is going to have – they're going to be a problem in about a year or two. They're going to be – if they keep that bunch together, they're going to be a real problem. Um, You know, of course, it's no real championship. But to me, I enjoyed it. I I enjoyed it. I got to speak for myself. I enjoyed it. Congratulations to the fakers, not the Lakers, the fakers. (laughs) Congratulations. I enjoyed it. I I watched um, to halftime. I knew Indiana was going to lose because – Lakers got really, really physical with them guys. And yeah, Indiana really beat. doesn't play too much defense. No. They can score now. They can fill up the bucket, but yeah. they were kind of off that night. So, you know, but the, the tournament within itself, they, I think they, you know, they still have to adjust it to really, for it to really work. Mm-hmm. And, you know, once they figure that out, I think it'd be something really nice. So, no, is it, is it, so let me ask you, ask you this question, Mark. Is it, is it, is winning the first ever NBA in-season tournament a thing? No. Uh, no, but what it did do, which which is Silver's, um, what he was trying to achieve, is that we cared about basketball past the opening week. Because I've, I haven't watched, usually I get to basketball quite well in a couple of weeks, right around Christmas. I mean, the first week we all kind of watched with, with Star Ford, and then it just goes away to Dodo because you got football going on. But for yeah. these... What two weeks, three weeks, however long this tournament thing weeks, was? Yeah. Tuesday and Thursday was must watch TV because yeah. you want these guys were actually playing hard in games that normally we don't care about. The only thing they're gonna have to tweak, um, I think, is from a TV because it's a TV show. It's, everything's a TV show. They gotta tweak some of those courts because some some of the courts you just couldn't see. Right. Like, so those those red, the colors. Yeah. But as far as having people care about games in October and early November. Major success. So, but does it mean anything? No. But you know, LeBron, his passive aggressive ass, he's gonna make it seem like it's the biggest award in the world. <laughs> <laughs> two more, two more topics before we cut out. Uh, Puffy is uh, oh. apparently 
uh, the hits keep on coming. Come. Yeah, yeah, man. He's he's some young seventeen year old Canadian young lady Ooh. is stating that she was gang wrecked gang rape by Puffy and some of his uh, cronies. Where was she R. Kelly? Names Puff. Huh? Where was R. Kelly when all this was going down? <laughs> Never give him a chance. Leave him alone, goddammit. I have, I'm not, I'm mm-hmm. not uh, defending Puffy. You know, I'm just, when you say stuff about Puffy, I'm putting it right out there. You know, he's supposed to know better. You know, uh, but, uh, Kelly, he was seeing a Chuck E. Cheese, so he's got an alibi. <laughs> well, I mean, That's right. until Puff Daddy gets on a microphone and say and say and makes a step in the name of the step of love, the step step in the name of love, man, freak that Puff Daddy did that shit, man. But anyway, <laughs> Puffy, the young lady, this is what's bad though. Did y'all see the picture of this young girl? She's young at the time, mm. like seventeen or eighteen, sitting on Puffy's lap at the club. Oh, oh, I didn't see that. And he though. looked drunk out of his mind. Yeah, wow. yeah. So she had video proof. You know how they say you got to have some. She got footage. She's like in the VIP spot and she's sitting there and Puff is chilling. And what is alleged to have happened to her, she's from Canada. She was transported, you know, and that's, well, that's how they saying it was. But I'm pretty sure they said, yo, if you want to come with me over from Detroit, we're going over to. Uh, oh, I did read uh, that story. Yeah, where, yeah, exactly. Um, she was trafficking. That's the word they're yeah. using now, where it might have been, if you just want to take a ride and hang out with us, you can. But she crossed state lines. And then now yeah. she's saying she was trafficked, trafficked. And then she had to service some more guys and it wasn't just Puffy. Wow. At seventeen, so that's, that's the point crazy. where it ain't. It ain't. It's this is definitely surviving Puff Daddy. Yeah, and there's like uh, eighteen companies that's um, disassociating themselves from him. You know, right. they, they don't want to get them, sued and get right. jammed up. So they stepping away from him. That's a lot of money he's going to lose. Then, mm-hmm. you know, I don't yeah, think he's, he's doing Chirac no more, right? I think they cut yeah, him loose too. You can't. No, yeah, I know Macy's cut him loose. It's coming down the business, man. If somebody goes after him, like the first young lady. They sued, I think it was him, the corporations, and then the insurance company kicked in. And that's and once they looked at the evidence, it's like, yeah, this, this, this boy might have done this. And we just need to settle this up and ante up. Once they saw the evidence, that's how she was able to get paid the next day. And it was kind of hoping to go away, but it just opened up the floodgates where folks are coming up. He did this to me. He did this to me. But this last young girl, I'm like, who turned over that photo, man? She's And you can see the youthfulness See, yeah, I just looked cast. it up. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. You see it? She's, yeah, I, I, I just Googled it while you're saying it. They, they blur yeah. the face, but yeah, it's man, it ain't good. No. Yeah, you know, and again, and and this I say Rick I James song seventeen, right? No, 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 <laughs> no, no. That's good. She was sixteen. That's a good listen. That, yeah, that's a good I listen. Mean, that song does not age well. No, 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 this sweet little sixteen it doesn't age well either. Chuck yeah. Berry, I mean, you know, I mean, this, that was the or, nonsense. Uh, Ringo Starr, you're, yeah, you're in your mind or whatever. Your sweet mm-hmm. sixteen, you're beautiful in your mind. I mean, come on, mm-hmm. backstage, underage, adolescent. <laughs> Fine, she replied. I oh. said, I like to do the wild thing. How can wow. you say adolescent and then you go to do the wild? That be, but that's what. Well, put it this way: a lot of facts, a lot of folks right now are scared to death after some of those lyrics, man. Yeah, yeah. no, I mean, and again, you know, and we said this, you know, I think one of us said it last week or a week before, mm. uh, but I repeat it: just like Cosby or R. Kelly, once you are 
once you have crossed those lines, yeah. Once you figured out the best way to keep doing what you're doing, you're not stopping. Right. So, so for everyone that comes out, there's probably about 25 cases of people who are not going to say anything. I mean, you know, like there's been buzz all around. You know, whether you whether you listen to Fiddy talking about it or or I mentioned before Jaguar Wright talking about Mm -hmm. it, there's always been. You know, innuendo and people right. saying stuff and, you know, oh, there's a lot going on over there. You know, a lot of people have said this stuff. It's just that now people are saying, you know what? Uh, you know, you just need one person to open the floodgates, you know, since one per- one brave person Cassie. to come out and say, yo, you know what, Cassie? I'm not, you know, it, it happened to you. It happened to me. And what starts to happen, too, just like in the Cosby case, is you start to hear your story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Over and over again, because the methodology is the same. Right. The, 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 the play, the, the 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 way the game is played is exactly the same. Whether it's, you know, in Cosby's case, you know, giving out his little cappuccinos, uh, <laughs> or, or R. Kelly giving out Happy Meals, whatever it is, you know, after a while, it's the same playbook. Yeah. And so these guys get caught up, and because there's no consequences for their actions. You know, if you're doing this, like you said, if you if you're gang raping somebody yeah. and nothing comes of it, or if you, you know, uh uh fleeing the club after somebody got shot and nothing comes of it, or if you're, you know, implicated in in the uh the, the crushing death of people at City College and you still getting paid, mm-hmm. why would you start to think for any 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 stretch yeah. that you that something's gonna happen to you? Right. That's a fact. You feel you're untouchable, but right now he's 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 stressing. He, he getting is touched. not getting a good night. <laughs> <laughs> he getting touched. <laughs> Murphy's law, baby. Yeah. Murphy's law. Uh, you see the fifty years of hip hop as we talking about this this yeah. rap mogul. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw, saw a little uh, bit of it, and it was pretty cool. Yeah. What I saw, yeah, it was pretty good. When they had to come out, um, I saw uh, Queen Latifah did really well. Uh, yeah. Black Sheep, who I haven't seen in eons, Engine Engine Number Nine. I was like, oh my god! So it was it was good. Yo Yo came out there, so they the had a, like the West Coast with the West Coast, like that um, new school uh, leader rap uh, rap stuff together. So it was pretty cool. It wasn't bad. I see. I, I only caught the beginning of. I saw like uh, there was like a uh, an ensemble uh, of of the women of rap in the beginning of the show. Okay, and, see that part. and the only thing I was thinking was, I said, well, wait a second. Uh, you know, they had MC Light, they had, you know, uh, Money Love, they, you know, they had, uh, yeah, MC Light looks great, uh, Money oh. Love, uh, Queen Latifah. But then I was saying, well, wait a second, shouldn't Salt and Pepper be there? Shouldn't Lil Kim be there? Shouldn't, uh, you know, Foxy Brown be there? And none of them was there. I guess I would know, think people... probably, and I don't mean to cut you off, Mark, Salt no. and Pepper over Lil Kim and Foxy. Because those that trio, yeah, there. Now, Pepper had well, to be there. I saw um, Cinderella was Cinderella there in the audience. I saw her. Oh, okay. she, she was actually spinning on. Right, her. Spin. Okay, yeah. but I didn't see the other two. I don't know. Right. Well, it's probably one of those where sometimes they don't, they don't want to perform. I know, like when they did for the Grammys and they did the thing like you thought Jay Z would perform, but he didn't perform. So it's probably a simple fact of I don't want to perform or I don't feel right. So mm-hmm. unless if if they should at least acknowledge them, I didn't see that part. I saw. Um, Public Enemy. I saw the thing when Latifah was there with the rest of the because they did like a little segment. Labor there, Arrested Development. Yeah, yeah. Labor was, was there nice. around the whole time. You know, you know, ringing around um, Chuck, 
I mean, it was for a thing that seemed to be hastily put together. It was fun to watch. I mean, I'm not a big hip hop head, but it's kind of cool to see some of the old people um, sure. doing their stuff and hearing these songs. Um, I was it's funny because I know exactly where my wheelhouse is because some of the songs or some of the raps. I was like, oh yeah, this is when I was in college, just around the high school, and I can understand and hear the words like an old man. And this new <laughs> stuff that our boys listen to, I said, I can't. When I play in basketball in the gym with the kids, all I hear is thumping, bumping. I hear no words I can understand. So I'm like, I'm out of touch, or it's just that that gene is turned off because when Chuck and those guys are going or the older stuff, I understood right. it because it was party music. This new stuff, I'm just I'm the old man in the club. I don't understand what they're saying, how they're saying it. How they putting together right. just sounds like a bunch of beats, and it just but I, Mark, I don't have I'm it. I'm glad you said you're old too. That's a yeah. beautiful <laughs> feel. That's a beautiful feel. Look at this podcast. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I mean, yeah, you old man. I mean, I don't know why you you're in denial. Well, no, I still can't this? see a menu because he won't put on glasses. Those are facts. My phone fact. works. I got a flashlight there. <laughs> yeah, he's sitting there. He got no glass. Can't see the menu. He got the magnify me thing on, on, his, on, his, on his thing. That's there, right. Oh God. Oh, Wait, it, folks, if you have not subscribed to Power to the People, this is like the la- next to last show. Uh, wow, the, we did a whole year. Uh, yeah, for uh, for for the 2023 year. Oh, you next week. <laughs> I told you, you check the mail. Check the mail. Uh, this is the last show before the uh, the, the next to last show. The penult, I think it's penultimate. The next two last, yeah, penultimate. Well, well, it's the next to last show of the twenty twenty three. Be the last yeah. show, I think. Next week will be the last show of twenty twenty three. So yeah, again, you get a chance to you know over the holidays if you have not subscribed or if you just you know tuning in right now and you're checking us out and you're enjoying what you're hearing what you're seeing uh then you got time over the holidays a couple of weeks or so when you're sitting at home and eat, you know drinking your eggnog and unwrapping your presents that came uh via jeff bezos uh <laughs> to listen to the podcast that's what you can do you can certainly do that i mean that's it's, it's a it's a good time uh anywhere you get your podcast you can get us literally anywhere you listen to a podcast you can find us you can ask alexa to play Power to the People, and she'll bring it right up. Google Play will bring up Power to the People. Any place you listen to your podcast, you can get us. You can also find us on social media, Power to the People on Facebook. You can listen to this episode by hitting the action button on Facebook, and you can still find us still, still this year on X at Power to the Peeps, P-O-W-E-L-L. The number is two, the letters D-A-P-E-E-P-S, Power to the Peeps on X, and you can find us back here next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. Last show of the year. We'll see you then. Peace. Peace.